Michigan State wins its best game of the season. Emotional victory. Also, what it meant to this season moving forward. Everyone played outstanding. Yeah, of course, we're going to talk about this one. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Spartan friends, Spartan family, Locked on Spartans listeners, thank you so much for kicking off your day with us here at Locked on Spartans. Your team in green and white, five days a week here at the Locked on Podcast Network. And before going any further, hey, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Official sportsbook of Locked on. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked on today to get started. We're going to see if my voice hangs on for uh, the first part of this show here uh, because I was lucky enough to be at the game today and that was incredible to just be there um, in person. I'm sure it was amazing for you to watch as well, whether you were at the game watching on television because that was Michigan State's best win of the season and that, of course, can be meant in a lot of ways, whether it, what it meant to the university, the, the MSU community as a whole. That goes without Sane. Um, very emotional win. You saw Tom Izzo hug Alan Haller at the end of the game. Emotional embrace between those two. But also, what happened inside the lines. I mean, we got an email after the game from Andy. He said, quick question. Who is this team playing against IU? The names and uniforms are familiar, but somehow I feel like I've never seen this team play. The, it, top to bottom, everyone played incredible tonight for Michigan State. Um yeah, we've seen games where, hey, three guys have really good games, but I, it, it was really hard to pick out a player that didn't shine tonight. And best to do it, first home game ever since the tragedy. You, you can't talk about it without adding that, just the amount of maybe pressure that these kids are under to be kind of the, the bears of the university publicly moving forward. But just also, hey, top 20 Indiana. This is a team that really got the best of you when you played them not too long ago. And also, no, like the tournament night might not have been in danger, but you kind of need this win to start building up your seed line. And it also, hey, if tournament survival was a worry for you, this was a game that kind of put that to rest here. Uh, Michigan State's probably going to be in the tournament moving forward after getting such a big win. But, God, where, where do you want to start with this game? Uh, really, because you, you could talk about anyone here. Uh, let's talk about the guards. Uh, you know, 45 combined points between A.J. Hogard, Tyson Walker, and look, uh, yes, Michigan State won by 15. They won 80-65, to 65, but didn't really seem like uh, it was going to be that easy for the first eight minutes of the game. Indiana is up nine points, almost off the get-go here. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, this is going to go one of two ways. Either, hey, Michigan State, you know, they're going to rally. They're going to fire up the troops. They're going to get this nice home win here. Or, uh-oh, Indiana is already up eight or nine points, and Trace Jackson Davis hasn't even done anything yet. So if that beast awakens, we could be in for a really rough evening here at Breslin Center. But, hey, you know what? Tyson Walker nailed those three-pointers in the first half. He was the reason why Michigan State wasn't just close in the first half, but also went into the locker room with a 35-29 to uh, lead at the break. A.J. Hogard just played outstanding, 22 points. Tyson Walker, 23 points. But between both those guys, it was also the defense as well. And yes, both of them had one steal on the night, but it was also just keeping guys like Miller Cop, 
you know, in check. Miller Cop, great shooter, only six points for him. Jalen Hood Shafino, okay, 16 points, but also 0 of 5 from three point land. And really, anyone from the bench didn't have an outstanding game. Uh, Indiana only had six bench points, so no, around the perimeter, it, it was kind of shut down there. So, as good of an offensive day as Hogarth and Walker had, they, they maybe even had a better day on defense. Uh, Jaden Akins, too, you know, just six points, two three pointers, both in the second half, but he also had an outstanding defensive. Uh, performance as well with three steals on the night to lead Michigan State in that category. And you also got to talk about the big men. You have to talk about the big men, and we have been very critical of said big men on this show for right or wrong reason. That's up to you to decide, but we have to give them massive credit here because they were also shorthanded too. Uh, Carson Cooper suffered an ankle injury earlier in the week. He was in a walking boot, unable to play on Tuesday night. So, all right, Marty. All right, Jackson, it's your time to shine. And we got to start with talking about their defensive presence. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis, look, 19 points, 7 rebounds. Also, though, 7 turnovers from him. Holding him to 19 points and 7 rebounds is good enough. I mean, in my opinion, he's the best player in the conference. He is one of the best players in the nation. He went into this game with four straight performances with at least 20 points and 10 rebounds. Holding Trace Jackson Davis to 19-7 and seven is outstanding, and it's the way they did it too. Yes, Michigan State, just like they did with Hunter Dickinson not too long ago, very good with their double teams, the timing of them, how they attacked him. But it was even before he got the ball that was impressive. This was something that my brother pointed out to me early in the second half. Trace Jackson Davis didn't get the ball in the post on the left side of the hoop until like the first five minutes of the second half. The scouting report that they had on him was sensational. And no, you can never stop Trace Jackson Davis, but you can contain him. So what Mai Sissoko did, what Jackson Kohler did before the ball even got in his hands was incredible work. And then, yes, when the ball did get in his hands, you can't keep it out of his possession the entire game. But when that did happen, just the crashing that they had down. And, God, Trace, great passer, by the way, too. That's the issue with Trace Jackson Davis, great passer. He would always find the open guy. MSU was so good at funneling around the perimeter and just almost jumping what Indiana was going to do next. It's almost as if they were playing at two times speed of what Indiana was. So, the scouting report, too, was absolutely sensational. So that is uh, that starts with the big men. That also goes down to the wing players as well. But just to talk a little bit more about Michigan State's big men and Mati Sissoko and Jackson Kohler. Look, I, Jackson Kohler only had four points, seven rebounds, but I, I don't think I'm being reactionary here or prisoner of the moment. I, I truly think that was his best game as a Spartan. Yes, he did have that double-double against Rutgers. Uh, maybe you can make a great argument for that being his best game. But what he did tonight defensively, especially at the end of that first half, blocking Trace Jackson Davis. And then also on the other end, going up against one of the best shot blockers in the Big Ten, just so casually and comfortably and scoring on him. It's like, wait, hold on. Which one's the true freshman? And what one is the senior that's the best player in the nation like it's almost like they had a freaky friday switch there but yeah jackson kohler just played incredible in his 19 minutes on the court and then Mati sissoko too 18 minutes three rebounds two points I, and I, I, I this is, might sound ridiculous but he played a lot bigger than that 
he did. He, he did a lot of the little things. Some of the, what we just talked about, you just walling off Trace Jackson Davis from even getting the ball in the post in his preferred spot. But tipping passes, getting stops, diving on the floor for loose balls. I mean, look, Mahdi's been struggling as of late, and it has not been for a lack of effort. But tonight we saw some things that were solid from him. I mean, I, those days of the Gonzaga game and the Kentucky game, I think we know by now not to expect that necessarily, but it was a strong performance from him, so we have to give him credit, especially after eh, kind of picking uh, him, him apart as of late here. So, no, it was just top to bottom, an incredible performance. Uh, even the the bench, too, Trayvon Holloman, um, when he had that little fadeaway on the baseline, I, internally, maybe even externally, too, I was like, what are you doing Oh, just having the cleanest swoosh of the night here. Um, his defense will never be questioned as well. That was another wing player that played fantastic. Malik Hall, 10 points off the bench, 5 rebounds. But, yeah, this was just a great game from Michigan State. And it was great um, just all around. I, I don't know what else you could say. It, it, it was very we'll, – we'll never have a game like that at Breslin, especially you know, just because of everything that's happened in the last week. And – I'm sorry to steer the conversation here um, because, you know, that's the joy of these games is that you can somewhat forget about everything going on. This is the distraction that the games offer. But being on campus, just to speak about, you know, my own personal experience, if you're not able to get to campus, if you're far away or too busy to get to campus, I mean, it was uh, sobering just to see everything. It, it was almost like walking on a, on a movie set because you see all the, the pictures of the signs and the flowers and the words of encouragement written everywhere, but like walking on campus, it it, it was eerie. It, it was it was quiet. You walk by the Spartan statue, just so many flowers and tokens of support there and signs, and you take that walk on the way to the game. And yeah, it, it sounds silly that you know the the game helped because nothing will ever fix it, especially the silly little game that took two hours. But it was um there was a lot of gravity behind that game. And I think that obviously the team felt it, no question. Tom Izzo did as he was walking off the court. But yeah, I just wanted to um, to share the experience there and, and also give thanks to everyone, once again, that's shown support at Michigan State, whether it's leaving flowers at the Sparty statue, coming up with a sign, or packing Breslin today and rallying behind this team because uh, we could all use each other now more than ever. And having a win like that, of course, sounds silly. It's just a game, but... Having something to smile about for the community helped a lot. It did. So I uh, just wanted to mention that. Again, the game seems so small. But, uh, yeah, the, the if you do have a chance to get to campus, I, I would suggest walking around just to really soak in what, what it actually feels like there. So um, that's that's what we have. Uh, before we get you out of here, uh, really quick, just need to talk your ear off about FanDuel Sportsbook. That's right. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's right, gang. Just because football's over doesn't mean the fun's over. They got all sorts of action going on at uh, FanDuel Sportsbook. 
I got in a lot of fun, actually. I had a same-game parlay of Michigan State Moneyline. A.J. Hogard over 11.5 points, and then Joey Hauser 8 rebounds as well. And, oh, my God, would you believe it? <laughs> it actually hit. That's great. So, thank you, FanDuel. I will be withdrawing those funds immediately. And that's the best part of FanDuel is that you get paid instantly when you take your money out. You're not just waiting three days or four days to wait to get paid. Mm-mm. Mr. FanDuel pays you immediately, so what are you waiting for? Go join the fun on the best sports book out there. Don't miss the chance to get in on your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get that $1,000 in bonus bets for your no-sweat first bet. If you lose your first bet, up to $1,000 are going to pay you back in bonus bets. What are you waiting for? FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And right now we're going to get into our Spartan Strongest On. That's right. Earlier this week, we sent out a tweet, actually a few tweets, uh, saying, um, hey, you know what? If you want to uh, donate to the Spartan Strong Fund, uh, send us a question. It was me and Will that's the old co-host of Locked on Spartans. We answered any and all questions that you guys sent. Almost took two hours, so we're going to play some of that right now. We're going to do a little bit more tomorrow and then the next day because, yeah, uh, two hours of your questions and answers, they deserve to be answered. So we're going to get into that right now. Enjoy Spartan Strongathon. Let's get started with the first question, and I can't think of a better question to kick this off with, and this is from Willy Wonka and his Woodshed. Great name, by the way. Mind. Wow, look at that. What makes you proud to be a Spartan? Well, since this was your idea, you are the guest of honor. You're no longer officially the co-host, although you're still the more beloved one between the two. We're going to let you bat first for these questions. So, Will, take it away, good sir. What makes you proud to be a Spartan? Can we alternate? Like, I'll go first this time. Sure, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to alternate because I'll be totally honest in the spirit of our show. What was our show? Very little prep work. Saw a couple of the questions, so mm-hmm. I might might need a minute. Might need That's a fine. minute to uh, sort out. Um, the thing that makes me most proud to be a Spartan, um, I was th- I did see this one. I was thinking about it, and it's just like when there are times of tragedy and uh, just bad things happening, whether it's this whether it was NAS or different things on campus where things just aren't what we all wish it was. Yeah. It seems like every single time the most steady and calming and reasonable and smart and compassionate and empathetic voices come from the student body. And that's not to say that like professors and other people of leadership don't do good things too, but it always seems like for whatever reason, so the students at Michigan State represent the university when there's a spotlight. Like the Nasser scandal, obviously a nightmare. And even someone who's yeah. been in front of microphones for as long as Tom Izzo has and has talked to the media as much as yet. Like he stepped in it he because he was flustered, whatever it was. He stepped in it. And I just remember like not being surprised by that, but like bummed out by it. And then I saw Cassius Winston – whoever was the reporter like doing a two minute thing um just saying literally everything you would hoped a leader of the university would say Mm -hmm. um and i felt 
the same way, like throughout that whole process, the student body and the people uh, supporting the survivors and wanting accountability and all that. And then just the way everyone sort of turned out with this latest incident, it's just been, it always seems like the students at MSU are really generally good people that care about their fellow students. Like, it's not just like a BS, you know, the, the whole go green, go white thing like it's a real connection and like you actually care about someone university with them and i think that's genuine and so that whole vibe uh is what makes me most proud to have gone to michigan state and to be a spartan that's incredibly well said and i'm gonna piggyback off of a lot of that obviously uh it goes without saying the amount of support and love that's been shown just from inside the spartan family um it's been overwhelming and if i keep talking about it i'm gonna start crying on camera again but uh do it just also the side i did a lot of that last week uh it's just the (laughs) size too of this fan base the alumni base the student body too like everywhere you go you're hearing a go green You, you could wear a state shirt in, in the mountains of Nepal, and you will go 30 minutes by the time you hear a go green from someone. So <laughs> it's not just that, of course, too, but also just the old adage of work hard, play hard. I think that's the Spartans right there, right? I mean, just always grinding, whether it's, you know, it's just the, the daily nine to five jobs like most of us do, where, hey, we got the most NBA owners up in this joint, but two, you know, tailgating is always a great time. I mean, just how yeah. down to earth collectively we are, of course. <laughs> It is a great time whenever you go to East Lansing. Um, everyone just seems to be on the same page. Just no one takes themselves too seriously for the most part. Uh, but yeah, it's just the, the general vibe too of just the whole community is just really just makes you feel at home no matter yeah. where you are, whether that's in physical East Lansing, Metro Detroit. God, I know Chicago is basically West East Lansing, but yeah, it's it's the the community and every every yeah. cliche that, that we're talking about. I'm, we've seen it. Yeah. MSU is like the perfect um what are the, is it the goldilocks zone right the goldilocks mm-hmm. zone i think is where you know that right matt nope sure don't but i'm gonna act like i do so yep keep going <laughs> it's a certain doing great distance, it's a certain distance away from a star that a planet has to be where it's uh life supporting right okay 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 I like that. so i was like like michigan state's like a goldilocks zone university because we're smart enough to have uh a bunch of like number one ranked programs and number one ranked colleges and different stuff like that uh and so we have some academic bona fides we're generally really good at sports like if you compare us to i don't know long beach state university okay sure yeah texas like there's a million (laughs) universities like we're in the upper tier like we're in the big ten. we have really great university athletics yeah and we have a really big campus and great campus life and it's like smart enough that we have all these great things academically, but it's also like your buddy who got like a three, two GPA in high school and 21 on the ACT. Like he can come he or she, yeah. they, they can get into school too and they can have a good time and, and they'll do a good yeah. job. Yeah. Like <laughs> we're not uppity. We're not going to turn our nose up at people. Like we'll, we'll run the gamut. We can have, we can have the most brilliant people in the world and we can have people who are just barely getting into MSU get on in here. We love you all the same. And it's not like we're so, I don't know, like for all the great academics U of M has, they're very, you know, condescending about it. I don't feel like anyone's condescending about an MSU education, but it's still like a really great education. So I think we're in that Goldilocks zone. It's a perfect mix. It's smart enough, but not too smart, not annoyingly smart, but very smart 
good athletics, good campus, fun times. Like it's such a, the perfect all around university. We, we eat our filet mignon, but we wash it down with room temperature bush light. You know, yeah, that's, that's how we roll over here in East Lansing. Um, Cameron writes in, what are your favorite memories of campus, sports related or not? Fire away and give us alumni something to reminisce about. Thank, uh, thank you to you both. Go green forever. And thank you, Cameron. I uh, really appreciate that yeah, very generous thanks, donation Cam. and the question as well. And so my God. Solo, I believe. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Cam's been um, listening forever. Spiro will get to you. I, uh, so sorry. I'm not checking his comments as good as I, I should be. Um, it, I, I, obviously we could talk about this for the next seven hours, but I, I just limit it to, to two right now. I'm sure we'll yeah. get into another one. But anyone for, on campus last time. Oh, yeah. A anyone on campus in 2014 remembers that snowstorm, uh, going back to campus and, yeah. You just got dumped upon buckets of buckets of snow, and it was when everyone came back from winter break. Yeah, it was great. Oh, I remember the, the snow was so deep. I didn't even know this happens when it snows a lot, but like my calves were burning walking home because <laughs> how hard it was to walk back in the snow. But I remember distinctly when that email sent out, I got to QD within 15 minutes, and the line was out the door. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I knew that this is going to be a biblical party going on uh, tonight. Uh, can't go to class, it, it's a little too chilly to go to class, too much snow, but um. I'll traverse halfway across yeah, uh, yeah. This, this neighborhood in East Lansing to get to a party at a house that fits 20 people, but we're going to jam 60 in here anyway. Yeah, yeah. let's let's just get nuts. But no, I, I got to oh, go back okay. to my first weekend. And I was at Michigan State and I was green, you know, as a state fan, but also just I was very just young to the world. Uh, I did not drink in high school at all. I didn't actually drink really freshman year. Um, wow. My sweet mates, who I'm great friends with, awesome people. I love these guys. I have not met them. I'm sitting on the futon. A guy walks in after the first night party. He's like, hey, uh, give me a flashlight right now. I think I cut my mouth drinking last night. I'm like, how's that oh even possible? And sure enough, like he shines a flashlight back his throat, like hit, hit the back of his throat. I'll cut off. I don't even know what kind of vodka you drink for that to happen. But sure enough, he, he, he oh, like right. damaged, damaged his tonsils to the point he had to get them removed the next weekend. But I'm here like, <laughs> I've had like half a beer maybe once in my life. Like, oh my God, these guys are. This guy drinks like Navy sailors. Like I'm not, I'm not built for this. I'm not cut for this, but eventually, you know, you it, realize over that. four years I was cut for it eventually, but um, that's, yeah, that's like, uh, that's like when you're a rookie re slot receiver in the NFL, your <laughs> yeah. first game, you go over the middle and you just get drilled. <laughs> you're like, James oh. Harrison waiting for you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, there, this man yeah. has 401k who just hit me. He has three children at home. This is yeah. serious. Yeah, so it's just the, the the party stuff to like just the wholesome like oh hey all right we're all smart we're gonna have fun here and oh my god this guy damaged yeah. his mouth to to the point Drinking. he needed surgery because he day drank one. so much last night. Day one. <laughs> yeah, day one, day, day one. one. So that's those are two memories I just wanted to point out. Um, you know that snowstorm memory that you mentioned it. I so I was in the UP driving home back to East Lansing uh, through mm -hmm. that and got back to the house and I actually had. Uh, my then girlfriend, now wife's dog with me at the time because she was doing like a work swing, a seven day thing where she was going to be working like four, 12 hour shit, whatever it was. And I was like, yeah. I'll take the dog. And where I lived was I lived on the other side of Hagedorn. So it was residential and students mixed, but it was still like, you know, the cars were always driving down the street It's residential neighborhood. There's always cars and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I basically just like pulled in the driveway and we got there and I looked around and I just opened the door. And the dog just like left and I knew it was going to, I was like, this is fine. Like no one's going to come driving down this street. No one's anywhere. It was just desolate. 
And I just opened the door and she just like went running through the snow, like middle of the street. Like that's a lot of snow. And she's taller dog, not super tall. And it was like up to her chin. She's like just bounding through the snow, like a little deer. I remember that. That was funny. See, everyone Um, enjoyed the snow day. It was great. Yeah, it was great. My answer to that question, I didn't go specific. I went sort of broad. Okay. Um, my favorite Michigan state memories happens like March 11th, March 21st, March 4th. It's the mm-hmm. first day where it's like 67 degrees and sunny. Dang. <laughs> Which was almost always St. Patrick's Day. Almost always St. Patrick's like, Day. It was amazing. It, one yeah. year it hit St. Patrick's Day and it was incredible. It was like 83 and sunny on St. Patrick's Day. Like 2013. Yes. Whatever it was. But that first day where you just like. 2012. Yeah. I I would get up and have like a 10, 20 class and I'd leave the house. It'd be 10 o'clock and I'd step outside and be like, oh, it's the day. And I would just go back (laughs) inside and like, I'm not going to class. Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely (laughs) not. Class. Call up buddy. We're like, hey, you guys like, yeah, we're on the front yard on a couch. Like, great. Coming over. And then, yeah, God, just the best. spend the entire day with like a backpack with beer in it, just walking around. Like, I'm just going to take the day and walk around the neighborhoods and we'll see what we see and we'll do what we do. But it was just that first day where you're like, I'm wearing a T-shirt and shorts, man. Like, I'm not wearing yeah. this jacket. Winter's done. And then it would snow the next week. But that first day, <laughs> like, it just felt like campus came alive because everyone had the same thought basically it was like fifty thousand people were like let's go outside today 2012 st patrick's day is an msu lore and i i, I was thinking about it my, my, my best friend just texted me same thing we woke up and had birios in, in his dorm uh Gross. over at wonders well, dude this was room temperature natty this yeah, was disgusting. uh cheerios that we got from combo exchange and we just ate birios and then went off with the rest of our days. But yeah, it was a Sunday, 83 degree. I, he, this sounds like old man on the porch talking about glory days. Like St. Patrick's Day 2012, like is when probably life peaked for a lot of people. It was a heater, like, man. Myself included. And like ever since we've just been on a slow decline, but like, oh, <laughs> that was the Super Bowl for undergrads, yeah. man. It was the best. Ben asked, been listening for a couple of years now. Thank you very much. Love this idea and keep it up. My question What's one absolutely random but vivid memory or experience that you have had with a random other Spartan that you know for a fact you have never seen or spoken to that person once before since then? Can be sports-related, but honestly, think it would be better if it wasn't, he writes. So thank you, Ben, for that question and the donation. All right. You you go first. I know we said we were going to alternate. You go first because I have a couple I'm kicking around, and I didn't settle on one. And yeah. I was like, I want to see if I can – think of something again so i would i would tell the story that the one time i almost got run over by a car on campus in east lansing was by russell bird but that would break the rule because i almost got run over by a car twice in my time in east lansing and i hand on the bible both times it was russell bird behind the wheel that had so (laughs) if we're talking about only once ever and then never happening again that would break the rule because it happened twice, uh, two years apart. It was great. Um, so I'm going to talk R- about Russ the story. was probably trying to hit you though. Oh, you know what? That's, oh, that's a, that's a theory that I'm just going to take at face value. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I probably would too. Um, if, if I were him, um, I just got to go back to the story. Like sophomore year, I didn't interact with this person, but he, like his face is burned into my memory. Uh, this was 
finals week, first Monday of finals week, we're in the lecture hall, packed lecture, and usually attendance wasn't taken, so it was not packed at all. This kid walks in, head down, looks up, like a deer in the headlights, just sees 300 people in seats. He's like, oh, no. Goes over to the professor, and he's animated. He's got the hands going, and this this was like a tanner individual. He was paler than I was by the end of this 20-second conversation with the professor, and he sits down at the professor's desk and just starts looking around just shaking his head, wondering what's going on. And then he just, he just leaves the room, sprints out of the room. He, he had no idea it was finals week going on. Which yeah. I don't know how you don't like, it is pretty well known on campus when finals are coming up. Like, look, I know that we're not yeah, pretty well an known. Ivy league institution and everyone's like, Oh, Hey, school over everything. But finals week, hard to not know. That's when it is. But like this kid legitimate, I don't think it was acting. I think he legitimately had no idea that it was a final going on Monday never even opted to take it um yeah so that's that's just that is instantly what pops into my mind of just met a guy once and yeah so that's that's what i got okay i have two um one was um 20 it doesn't matter 2012 before it was tailgate before the notre dame football game i do remember that um and we had some fun. We 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 got uh, as the kids say, turned. We were turned up. <laughs> we were nice. Turned up. <laughs> Get um, a check on that. <laughs> yep. Just, uh, we're good. We're good. Um, and I just remember walking over with some friends to a tailgate of someone who I had no idea who it was, and they gave me a bratwurst. And it was probably just the most normal average bratwurst you could ever remember. Is this the story? <laughs> it's just hard stop there. Like that's, that's the story. <laughs> and just like, <laughs> it's just the person's face. It's like, and me eating the bratwurst, it's seared into my mind. It's the stupidest thing. <laughs> it's like i will never forget you <laughs> Jesus, that really was the story <laughs> it's just just absolutely hammered eating a bratwurst and thinking it's the greatest thing you've ever eaten in your life you're like this is i have met god <laughs> you. yeah i got it and i got it never sure. person again okay um okay you have to have a vivid random memory of someone you know you never saw again that's it the other yeah. one was at a party um like welcome week ish early in the year. So everyone's outside on the lawn, whatever. And um, Pace came up and started ticketing someone. I don't know if the person was at the party or not. And I just happened to be like standing in the general vicinity. And this kid came up and started unleashing a tirade towards this Pace officer that would make Tom Izzo embarrassed. <laughs> like it was. And I, I grew up playing sports and locker rooms, right? We sure. heard all sorts of cussing and yeah, everything yeah. you could ever imagine. I was standing there like, Jesus, dude. <laughs> it wasn't his car. It wasn't oh, his wow. car. No, wow. it was just a, it's just so in The love of the game. game. It was just the hated love of the pace. game. <laughs> like we all roll our eyes and hate pace, right? Yeah. This man was like, like he must have had 7,000 parking tickets at his house. I stand by it no would... matter what he said, though. I, I second whatever he said. I guarantee it. That's, yeah. <laughs> wow. And, I, and you know what? I just, I was the only other, it was like, we were like 20 feet away from the party. And I just was like, 
sorry, dude. Like, I'm yeah. not stopping him. <laughs> he just ain't me. a yeah. verbal tirade. I felt bad. And I was like, and I think about that, like, once every three and a half months. Okay. Just remember that kid unleashing on that pace officer verbally? It was insane. It's a random vivid memory of someone I know I never spoke to again. Love that. Love, love that question, too. Love the answers. Um, Brad... I love the debate breaking out in the chat right now between Justin and J-Dog of why Justin blocked J-Dog. Okay. I like this. Wow, this is a... No, I, no. Do you, you think I have the attention span to focus on no, it's answers, the questions, and it's then the up. chat? Like, no. Dude, I, Hero, I unblock them. Goldfish. Um, Brad a writes in. Red Cedar. Oh, my God. Doug. Brad. Um... Oh, heavens. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Oh, that's very fun. Um, Brad writes in. He donated and uh, a, a nice, generous amount. It was two words. This is what he wrote. Two words. Say, 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 say arena. <laughs> say arena or arena. I will always have it as arena. I need to physically coach myself to say arena. 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 Because arena. Um, arena, not arena. arena. I actually, Actually, I, I talked with um, someone at um, the assembly call earlier today, uh, Jared Morris, and uh, I said, "Hey, yeah, between assembly hall and uh, Mackey uh, Arena," and I was like, "I did it again." So, like, I, I can't stop. I, can't, I know it is unreal, B. B. Lars. I, you, I don't like doing this, but like, it's—I'm 30 years old. It's been seared into my mind the first 29 years of my life to just call it, you know, like Julius Arena. I don't know why. <laughs> it's um, so wrong. Matt, if there's like a, a funny picture with text on it that people like to share on the internet, what's that called? It's a meme. It's a meme. You finally meme. got it. He finally knows how to say meme. We're on the board. Let's go. We're, we're clawing back. Slowly but sure. I remember in seventh grade one time, it was my turn to read, and I read thermometer as thermometer. Um, <laughs> and the whole entire class, including the teacher, laughed at me for a while, for a long time. Um <laughs> Not that it still works with me. Thermometer, yeah. <laughs> so, Thermometer, unreal. I, I, I just, I just, just uh, what, what is it called? I mean, not phonetically, right? I don't know. I'm just, I'm phonetically. I'm, I'm be, I'm be, it is okay. I was gonna say I'm just mentally becoming derailed right now. We're not even a third of the way done with these questions either, and I'm already starting to come undone here, uh, which only means good things moving forward. Uh, Greek omelet. Greek omelet. Great name. Great question. Love the donation too. Much appreciated. MSU is a very special place. So who is mm. on your Mount Rushmore of MSU football special teamers? Will bat first. Cause I got my four written down in front of me. I want to do all punters. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. But, but you gotta, you gotta mix in some, so I'm going to go heavy punter but I'll mix in some others. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mike Sadler, mm -hmm. I feel like it is going to be squarely on there. A hundred percent. Yeah. I'm also going to, and, and I don't think this is recency bias. Um, Bryce Berenger because of yep. the story, right? That's my number two as well. Yeah. This is a walk on. He was like a walk on at Illinois and then a walk on mm -hmm. here or what? Like a double walk. on, And then, Honestly, he got to kick a couple times in 2018, and you're like, yikes, we need a punter. Yeah. And yeah. then he just got better and better. And last year, like, whoa, this dude's pretty damn good. And then this year, it's a robbery that he didn't win the Ray Guy Award. He's probably going to be the top punter taken in the draft. If they're smart, yeah. Like, if he's going to, he's, he's probably, he's going to get drafted. If not, he's going to be like a priority. Like, he'll be on an NFL roster next year. 
yeah that journey for just like a random like a punter like it's awesome and he was so good and really helped last year a ton and this year a ton so i'm gonna it's maybe it's recency bias but like just love the journey of behringer yeah and i had to get my top two yep yeah i had to get two punters and um we've had some good ones heartbarger was good but like you know up and down and it's just i want behringer yep um i want to get a return guy okay and sourds Brandon Sowards is the only pick. Let's go. Let's go. Um, I'm going to go Keyshawn Martin. Okay. I like that a lot. I like that. Um, With just a tremendous shout out to how good Jaden Reed was. Um, Yeah. I'm going to go Keyshawn Martin. I mean, it just like, especially in a time when MSU football, it was just like, we didn't have fast guys all the time. In the early D'Antonio years. You don't think so? <laughs> <laughs> you want to call him really. Speedy? Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, and it just like, I don't know. He had a couple punt returns, kick returns. Like he always just, he made a difference. He had some big, big impact moments. And just like for me, coming into my own as an MSU fan, like he his special teams played a big role for me. So it's a little biased on my personal uh, sure. Mount Rushmore. Um, and then, yeah, Doug actually threw it in the chat. I think you have to put Morton Anderson on there. Um, before my time, but he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> and, but both Hall of Fames. And what did he kick? 63-yard field goal. And, yeah, like, the data winner. I don't even – like, he just an absolute freak kicker. Um, that whole yeah, thing. one yeah. of the greatest kickers in the history of football probably should be on the special teams Mount Rushmore. Um, with a nod to Michael Geiger and his kick at 2015 LSU. Um, you ben have Patton to include the Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's nice. You have to include the Hall of Famer. It's a no-brainer, but I'm actually yeah. not going to, and I feel sick about it. <laughs> so with that said, I'm going to cut against the grain, and I'm just, I'm going to upset a lot of people. Uh, my, my one and two are the same. Bryce Berenger, Mike Sadler, of course. and this Blake O'Neill. Blake O'Neill's a good one. Oh, Blake O'Neill's a dynamite <laughs> one. Oh, yeah. That Okay, that changes my – you know, I'm going to put five heads in my Mount Rushmore. <laughs> we're, we're making the rules here. Got to grow um Blake O'Neill Blake O'Neill growth this this might be big Mike we do um this this might be prisoner of the moment but Jaden Reed like I I don't know and that might have to do with like a lack of good returner since Keyshawn Martin and like this was just the breath of fresh air to Nebraska last year Nebraska last year enough to like get consideration yeah uh, one thousand percent, and just feeling that oh my god, or West Kentucky's kicks off the game with that return. Like it, it was just nice to have an actual return man. And last, we're we're gonna do a history maker on this show as well. Yes, of course he's the all time points getter at Michigan State. But let's talk about Thanks, what's Mike. important. Let's talk about what's important here. Yeah, the NIL deal that we inked yeah, NIL Matt Coglin. So yeah. Matt Coglin is uh, going to be on the uh, fourth. Head on my Mount Rushmore is uh, Matt Coglin. So there you have it. Yep. I um 